Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Unleashing Possibilities podcast. It's Mark and Christy. Hello, Mentor. So wonderful to be with you today and in our continued learning and growth together. Christy, this is episode 37. While it's not a round number, I just am looking at this and realizing, oh my gosh, we're 37 episodes, 37 months since we've started this podcast. And um, yeah, it truly has been a journey. And so thank you to you mentors for engaging in this with us. And um, yeah, just so happy that we were able to be in this space and offering these um, components and be in the learning together with our mentors. And so I don't know, 37 just feels like such a cool place to be at, cool number to to look at. Yeah, I think um, for me it's oftentimes looking at the number growing the number of podcasts and that we get to be together in this way in our study and in our development and our own unfoldment and as we prepare for podcast and workshop what continues to awaken in me and how this content continues to be an interruption in my own life and a shock in my own life to stay awake to stay conscious and to remember that my awakeness my consciousness is what awakens others, our young people. And so this um, growing number is ever the reminder of staying the course and doing the work together so that we can keep waking up our community of mentors and youth for the love and the healing and the possibility that they bring into the world. So mentors, thank you for the journey. Yes, thank you. So today we are going to dive into a framework that you likely have maybe heard once or twice before in your journey here at New Pathways and it's a powerful framework because it helps us to really think about what are all of the components that we should be mindful of, thinking of, engaged in when it comes to working toward goals. And we know at New Pathways, goals are really important. It's what we're up to. It helps give us focus. And as mentors, we can be really great in our own lives and sometimes not so great in our own lives around goal setting. And we sometimes forget all of the things that we've learned over the years and all of the great supports that we've had to help us to execute these goals. And we kind of want to go in full stream and really quickly with our youth and, um, and then it leads to breakdowns, which we'll dive into a little bit later as well. So we just step back and say, what's this framework that helps us to give us some structure about how to approach goals and then to get some guidance of when there are breakdowns in the goals, where might we look to see where the actual breakdown is taking place? So today we're call- talking about what is referred to in some of the work um, as the framework for action. And what you just said, Mark, is really powerful. The framework for action is about one way of being with the framework for action is how are we being with goals? And yes, here at New Pathways, we're about goals that help our youth break out of the cycles of poverty and adversity so that they can live their best life. And while the goal points the direction for some of that, it's also this bigger inquiry about who are we being in the midst of those goals and who do we want to be in the midst of the goals? so that our attention begins to not be on the result. We trust in the result is occurring as it needs to, and our attention begins to shift on what kind of person am I being 
Who am I being in the world? And am I true to my authentic self in that? So can I be with goals in this more authentic way where the focus is on my development as a human, trusting in the results that will unfold from that place, not just in this teenage part of life, but all of life. And that's probably something we as mentors um, can wake up to as well. So the framework for action is this invitation into a way of being with goals so that we can achieve the things in our life like graduation, stable housing, income so I can feed myself and have um, uh, stability, but also who do I want to be in that so I don't lose the authenticity of my own light and my own love and my own goodness coming through. Mm -hmm. And Framework for Action gives us a way to start being in the process of our own structures of interpretation of who am I in relationship to goals. Mm -hmm. So there's um, three components to framework for action. It's commitment, skills, and structures of support. So we'll first start by talking about commitment. Yeah, so when we think about commitment, there are varying levels of commitments. And the level in which is important when it comes to a specific focus area or goal is really, it's dependent on that goal and what's really needed to meet it. And so level one being the lowest level of commitment, and I'd say the word lowest, and sometimes we might think of like the worst, or it's, and it's not. It's just saying that at this level, I'm committed towards something, I'm committed, I'm invested in something, as long as it's fun. And depending on what the goal is, if that's all that's needed, and I'm having fun along the way, then I'm committed to participating in the activity, to participating in whatever it is that is at hand. So um, so again, I just, for me, needed to remind myself that, that I don't actually be at one specific level, and I can be at this lowest, and I put in quotes, lowest level, um, and the commitment is exactly where it needs to be as long as it's fun. The challenge becomes, though, when the fun isn't there, what happens? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step away. I'm not going to be committed to it anymore. Um, and depending on what it is, it might be something that I really do want to be up to in life. So as we talk about these levels of commitment, it, it's probably important invitation to our mentors to think about what are the kind of goals we have in our life and what kind of commitment have we given them, or even thinking about our young people and their goals and what kind of commitment, and is it at the level that's needed to actually be in that goal. And so what you're pointing to is if, if I have a goal of graduating high school and I'm only committed to it as long as it's fun, I'm probably not going to get to that goal. It's going to require a different level of commitment. So some of those other levels of commitment is what we refer to as kind of level two, or um, it has a, a bit of a stronger commitment level, which is I'm committed until something better comes along. So I could be moving along in something that I'm committed until something better comes along, which could be, you know, for me as I have a commitment to work on a work project this afternoon and an invitation to go out to um, lunch with my friend comes along and that's better for me. So there's also some level of um, our own interpretation of what's important and not important that can come into our commitment, which helps us start to understand what seems so obvious for us sometimes as adults of what kind of commitments needed may not be for our young people because their value is somewhere else, maybe on the social relationship and not on graduation. And then from there, level three 
in this space, I'm committed, I'm invested. And it's in a way that I'm going to sacrifice or give up something for this commitment. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to give up something else or other things completely. It just means, though, that the amount of time and energy that I could be investing in other areas, I'm not. I'm, I'm using that time and energy to be in this commitment, what it is that I want to be up to. And um, so, you know, when I think about that, it brings forward to me there's going to be likely a little bit of, there's, there, I know it's true, there's a little bit of pain or suffering that kind of goes with that too, right? Because I'm not getting to step into some of those other things that I might want to be up to, be committed to, that are important. I think a level three commitment for me that comes up is I think about um, partnered relationships. So being committed to another person as a level three commitment. And if we've agreed that this is a, uh, we're not seeing other people, I'm now giving up dating other people. So that's kind of an example of Mm -hmm. a level three commitment is once I've made a commitment that I am committed to this relationship and if we have an agreement that we're not seeing other people, now I've given up dating other people. Yeah. So it's kind of a an understanding about um, that it's not always a sacrifice of what we're giving up. It's it's a commit it's something that we're giving up to make this commitment um, more alive in our life. Mm. Or it could be that I've decided to eat healthy and eat a plant based diet and now I'm giving up meat. So how committed am I to giving up meat for the plant-based diet? So that would take a level three commitment for me, for example. Um, and not just when meat comes along, which would be level two, I give up my plant-based diet for meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's this level four commitment, which is a commitment that you know, for most of us in life, maybe we'll have what, one, two, maybe be up to a few of these, right? Not a lot. Um, but when we're at this level of commitment, it's it's a commitment that our whole world just revolves around it, right? So everything that we're doing, what we're up to, how we're shaping our world, how our world is shaping, it's just, it's all in a way of it's supporting us in being in this commitment. And um, so it's just a very deep, deep commitment. When I think of level four commitments, I think of some of my really dear friends who are parents, and they are so deeply committed to their children's development and well-being in the world that it is a their whole world begins to revolve around that. Not in a way that they lose themselves, because we're talking about being with these commitments at a level of healthy functioning. So my friends you know, still have their career, they still have their relationships, and it's not that they're balancing it at all, it's just that this young person, they're so committed to their child being who they're meant to be in the world, that they, um, if that wasn't happening in the world, part of who they are wouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. So that's how I, when I'm thinking of level four, I can see it so much in my friends who are parents. Mm. Yeah, that's helpful to see. And and as we think about, you know, our mentees and what they're up to, they likely don't need to be at a level four commitment when it comes to the goals that we're creating in case plan sessions or in their monthly goals. And likely for many of them, a good portion of them, they'll probably need to be at least at a level three where they are 
sacrificing, giving up kind of time and energy and other things to be up to these goals. So what makes this important for us to understand as mentors in this framework for action is understanding commitment as one of the aspects of framework for action is we as adults can take on commitments in the world as if everything is a level three or four or as if nothing is a level three or four. We can be very uh, dichotomous or polar, polar in this and then we act with our youth that way. And so it's helpful for us to remember not everything is a one, two, three, or four, but we probably have a myriad of all of those different levels of commitment in our own lives, if we're really honest. And we may not be achieving some of the things that we're intending to achieve or accomplishing or bringing about in the world some of the things we intend to. And we might need to look in our own lives that those are commitments that now need to move to a level from maybe a level one to a three. And we may have things that are in our life that we're treating as level three, which has us excluding other things that we are intending to bring into the world. Um, and maybe some of those threes could drop, that the world isn't going to fall apart around them. And if we can't see that in our own lives, we may not be able to see or help our youth develop the quality of discernment on how to discern the level of commitment that's appropriate for the intended action that we're bringing about Mm -hmm. as more or less. So we are inviting this as just an inquiry for you mentors to start thinking about it and noticing where we might be treating everything as all level three or four commitments in our lives and therefore our young people are placing that structure of interpretation Mm -hmm. on them or we're not giving our commitments the level um, that's needed and we might be even treating mentoring in that space too. And then it takes me back to you know, the conversation earlier, recognizing that there's so many components that goes into this framework and so we can be quick to focus on commitment and sometimes when there are breakdowns with our youth working toward their goals, we might immediately say they're just not committed and truth is they might be at the right level of commitment it might be a breakdown in one of these other two that's right so let's look at skills Mm -hmm. as one of those and so you know to actually move toward a goal especially if it's a goal that um, maybe I've never had access to before I've never taken these steps before I've never planned out it takes a level of skill sets and competencies to be able to navigate and execute those steps and work with all the things that come forward that I maybe wasn't expecting um, or wasn't prepared for. And so it's this remembrance that with our mentees, for many of these things that they're planning around goals, they're often beginners. And we know that with beginners, there's a lot of hand-holding that needs to take place and a lot of skill development that comes with that. So what? how do they develop those skills? What do they, they need? So sometimes we can get so caught up in, okay, well, there's the goal. And me as the mentor, I've had experience there. I can see clearly what the next steps are. And we could just check for a commitment. Are you committed to the goal? They are committed. And then we say, great, go. And then the first step, they get stuck because they don't even know what that step is. What's that step to take? Um, so again, skills are so important. We sometimes forget that and miss mm-hmm. that as mentors and reflecting on what are all the skills that are going to be needed? And does my mentee actually have these skills to meet these steps toward this goal? I think of a, you know, kind of a quick example here to demonstrate that and knowing that we're in the midst of tax season is our young people um, as they approach 18 and filing their taxes. And we ask them, are you, are you 
committed to filing your taxes? And they say yes. And then we see them in a few weeks from now, and we say, did you get your taxes filed? No. And then we automatically say, like, oh, their commitment wasn't there. But more than likely, it's their beginner. They've never filed their taxes. So did we sit down with them and help them develop the skill that was necessary to do that? Do they know how to log on to um, the website for it? Do they know how to collect their W-2s? Do they know how to ask an employer for a W-2? I was talking with a youth recently, and uh, they were just like, yeah, my my employer never sent my W-2 for me, so I'm not going to file my taxes. And it was this lack of of skill to an understanding that how they actually follow up with their employer to get that, not just wait and see for them, their Mm -hmm. employer to to send them the W-2. So this is pointing to if there is a breakdown in the goal or bringing about what our youth intended or even us as adults. Do I actually have the skill to do it, the know-how to do it, and the um, practice of having done it? And remembering, even as ourselves as teenagers, all of this was new. And as you pointed to, when it's new, that means we're a beginner at it. And if we're a beginner at it, it means we don't yet have the skill at it. Uh, excuse me, the skill that's needed for it. Yeah. Another thing I would add is that, you know, for mentors is, is remembering that, um, you know, we are not the sole source of the skill development right there's so many different resources as well too and so can we be in the brainstorming the curiosity and help our youth to see what are all the paths from here of how they can develop those skills so likely i'm going to be the conduit and help conduit and helping them to do that um but that doesn't necessarily mean with every single goal that i'm one sole person person develop helping them to develop these skills Mark, I so appreciate you bringing that because I can think about in times myself as a mentor that what was needed I didn't have the skill of doing as a mentor. And so I would get stuck and therefore um, and didn't necessarily always have the vulnerability to say I don't know how to do that or I can't remove this roadblock. And then I would just be stuck and therefore my youth was stuck instead of reaching out to my own network or my own um, ability to learn and uncover what skill I was missing that could have helped her and or connect her with other people who had that skill to help develop that or other programs. So it's a beautiful reminder that we don't have to be all things as the mentor. Absolutely. Which leads into this third piece of Framework for Action, which is structures of support or the tools that needed are needed. So what we're pointing to here is people can be resources, um, tools like our calendars, our phones, Um, apps can be tools and it's what's needed in the environment or the surround of the young person to actually support the goal yeah I think about you know do I have a quiet space where I can actually be able to focus on what it is I need to focus on Um, so environment is really an important component as well too and we sometimes forget about this. We think, right, as long as I have the commitment, I have the skills, I can be successful. But we don't realize, like, well, if I'm going to go to the library, how am I going to get to the library? I don't have a car or my family members can't drive me. So I obviously need some form of transportation. Do I have the money to pay for that transportation? Do I have access to get to the bus or the light rail or what that is? So, again, there's all these things that I think for us as mentors can come really easily because we've already spent years building these support systems and we sometimes maybe even take them for granted that they're there Mm -hmm. and then we look at our youth's environment space we realize oh wow there's a lot of things that they also need so how can we again be in that curiosity space to say what are all the supports that are going to really help you Mm -hmm. to execute this goal 
So when we get up to big things in our life, our goals, our aims, our intentions, uh, we're going to more than likely experience breakdowns in those. And the breakdowns are the place where we can start to really inquire what gets in my way, what has me get stuck, um, what am I learning about myself, what kind of person am I being in relationship to this goal. And that breakdown starts to point that way. And the framework of act for action is a great place to start to inquire. What am I learning about what kind of person I am in commitments? What am I learning about what skills would f- begin to um, develop me and help me unfold in the world and in what life is bringing for me? And what kind of supports will I need to be connected and held and supported in what I'm up to in life? So breakdowns become this beautiful invitation into who am I in commitment, skill, and supports. Yeah, there's just something very, um, I think you said already, beautiful in that process. So we can sometimes, you know, I know I have in the past looked at breakdowns as being this ugly thing that I got to work through and plow through, and we're offering a different perspective of it's a beautiful learning experience, and so can we be in it and um, grow in it as well Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, how can the goal be more than results? How can it be a holding of my development as a human? So as we continue to work with this and bring this framework for action to our young people for understanding more, mentors, we want to invite you into some calls for action this month to be ready to hold this topic with our young people uh, in the workshop and in the practices that we'll invite our community into around this thereafter. Yeah, so we ask that you think about what's something that you've been up to in life, a goal that you've experienced a breakdown. There's been a challenge, something got stuck, and um, kind of think about the framework for action and look at commitment, skills, and structure of port. And just ask yourself, what are you learning from that breakdown? What do you notice about who you are as a human and how you're being with these goals? And it really does take a lot of courage to to be in that and to really kind of self-reflect and um, be in that space of curiosity. Yeah, so this: be curious about your own commitment level. Be curious about your skills. Not afraid to admit that we're missing a skill that's needed or it's not fully developed or we're just a beginner at that skill. And be curious about what supports are in your life. A recent inquiry for me in this revealed I was so focused on my calendar as a structure of support. I'd become so rigid around the tool I had forgotten about who was I being in relationship to the goal and that the calendar was there to support me. The calendar was not my end result in the goal. So what can you learn about your own structures of support and your way of relating to them that may start to reveal ways of being stuck or constricted in goals? So we invite you to inquire about all three. Yeah, and so through our own vulnerability and being with that too, we can then be in support for our youth help them and encourage them to be in that courage and vulnerability around their own breakdowns. And of course, we invite you to be in conversation with your program coordinator, sharing what you're learning and taking away from this podcast uh, so we can support the continued development of each of you in relationship with your young person so that we're all living our best lives. And so thank you for your commitment in listening to this podcast and We hope that you're starting to see where your skill development um, 
is at and maybe what's next for you. And we hope that this podcast is one of many structures of support that are helping you to be up to your mentoring relationship and um, helping to support this youth in breaking the cycles of poverty and adversity. And so with that, we thank you for listening. And until next time, keep unleashing possibilities.